Hi and welcome to Dietless Living 360 Degrees, Overcoming Weight Loss Obstacles with me, your host, Katie Gordon. As a weight loss coach, I help my clients to lose weight their way so they can lose it for life by overcoming their weight loss obstacles. And that old saying that it takes a village to raise a child also applies to our weight loss goals because some of the obstacles that we have in life are in other areas of our life. We have problems or obstacles in our relationships, business, career, work, families, finances, our home environment. And sometimes we have more complex health issues or other injuries and things that are impacting on our weight and our health. And whilst how to overcome weight loss obstacles in six simple steps shows you how to create healthy habits and maintain them through those challenging times, we also need other professionals to help us resolve those actual problems. So with that in mind, Dietless Living 360 Degrees brings in other professionals to help do just that. And today we have Sally Estlin. Sally is a holistic fit specialist based in Melbourne who works on getting people fitter and healthier in their minds, body and soul. She does this through her work as a personal trainer, massage therapist, bling angel, wellness coach and a change agent and podcaster. Sally has the podcast Magic Mike, which you can find on YouTube. She's also published a 30-day wellness mindset journal. Ten years ago, Sally founded her business Holistically Fit following her passion for health and fitness. It started out as a personal training business but transformed into a business which focuses on shifting and lifting people's energy on all levels to create positive change. Sally uses a myriad of tools and techniques acquired over the years, everything from personal training to hands-on healing through to online coaching and remote energy work. Sally started out working in banking and finance, but over time started following her interest in natural therapies and studied in many areas, including remedial massage and therapies such as aromatherapy, through to homeopathy and naturopathy. Sally's also studied in counselling, coaching and deeper energy work. She's passionate about helping people find more meaning and happiness and fun in their lives. And who doesn't want that? So welcome to the show, Sally. It's so great having you with us today. Would you like to tell us just a little bit about what it is that you do and the main way that you help your clients? Hey, Katie, so good to be here with you today. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, so basically, as you said in the little intro, um, I'm a holistically fit specialist and I basically help people shift and lift their energy to create positive change in their life because really at the end of the day, we want to have more meaning and fun and happiness in our days. So we want to shift ourselves from feeling sort of crappy to feeling happy like because life is not meant to be just living an average life. It's about having an awesome life and it's just simple, small steps that we can do to create this positive change in our lives, shifting our mindset. And, but I like to work on people's levels, on all levels, mind, body and soul and shift their energy in that way. So, yeah, I just do it through a variety of tools and techniques, but basically connect with the person, see where they're at and just hold their hand, guide, support them along the way. Which is great, right? Because we often do need the hand holding. It depends where we're at in our life yeah. and 
sometimes if we're just at our lowest place, that's where we want a little bit more hand-holding. We want to know that the person that we're working with has really got our back and that they're going to make sure that we don't fall through the cracks. Yeah, absolutely. People really just need support. It's like knowing someone has got their back because it can be very, um, you know, fearful to like take the step to become, to create some change in your life. You have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like knowing someone's got your back that's there and, you know, can guide you on the way. Mm. Yep. Absolutely crucial. And as you know, this is about overcoming obstacles and we're sort of wanting to help people overcome all kinds of obstacles. And I find that the nicest way to do that is that we share our stories. So I'm going to ask you if you could talk about a time that you've had a real hardship in your life, like a big obstacle, and how did you overcome it? How did you build your resilience? Like what were the tools and techniques? Or how did you manage your emotional self so that you could get beyond that and actually move into a, a transition into a better place in your life? Yeah. Well, for me, it was, uh, you know, getting divorced. That was sort of like the biggest life changer for me and in a positive way, really, at the end of the day. It was oh, 11 or 12 years ago. I didn't see it coming. Hit me like a ton of bricks and it turned my life upside down. I honestly went into the fetal position for a while. I had four young kids. It was just, you know, it was challenging. I had four kids under four, four years, so they were wow. so- <laughs> really young when it happened and I had two dogs and I was renovating and it's like boom I'd stepped out of the workforce for 12 years so all of a sudden my life was turned upside down I really had to stop and pause because I really had this you know this moment of I can sink or swim here (laughs) it's like I know it's happened to other people but when you go through it I don't know I just I never thought it would happen to me for starters so it was like this massive like holy shit, where am I going? What am I doing? And I really, that was the start of my whole transformational journey, my self-discovery, my self-awareness. And it was the making of who I am today. I am now such a more authentic, genuine person because I'm living true to myself and I'm not trying to be something else. So I had to really start on the journey. I didn't have tools and techniques to really support me back then because prior to um, having kids and my marriage, I was in banking and finance, very corporate. And <laughs> very, different. very, very different. I had dabbled in natural therapies because I had a medical condition that could have been quite life-threatening. So I started to, you know, get uh, put my big toe into the natural therapy therapies area whilst I was still working in corporate. Yeah. But then I, you know, went out and had kids. But just prior to kids, I had started on that journey of studying in naturopathy, homeopathy and doing massage therapy and whatever. But anyway, that all sort of got put on the um, on hold whilst I was looking after my survival. Yeah. And so it really was just it was an awakening time for me. Got into Louise Hay. She had the you can do it sort of um, of weekends there uh Deepak Chopra Marianne Williamson and I started reading and started doing angel card readings and so long story short um I came across um a careers intuitive who my healer had said to me you should have a chat with this chick because she'll be able to help you get back on track because my way of coping throughout the divorce and even prior to splitting up was my stress relief was exercise so I would you know 
my husband would come home and I'd have 20 minutes. And so I found that I could go for a walk. But then if I went for a run, got more better bang, bang for my buck, so to speak, yeah. so I could get more out of it. And so then when the youngest was going to school, it was just like, oh, my God, I can go to the gym now and have some time for me. So but I just immersed myself into it. So long story short, this careers intuitive said you need to align your passion with your skill set. And so decided that I should become a personal trainer. So um, that was the start of my journey of becoming myself to who I am <laughs> but it was a challenging time and yeah. I'm I I love that you share that story because there's there's a lot that happened and it would have taken you an extended period of time to get from the the moment where you find out that your life just changed to where you get to the point where you're changing your life and living the new life but it's those uh, first moments, isn't it? The first weeks and months of adjustment <laughs> and shock and, like you say, being in the fetal position and hearing that voice in your head that's telling you, you know, sometimes it's saying let's just sink <laughs> and, and the other it. one that says, no, we can sink or swim, what are we? Yeah, but on top of that, you're dealing with the emotions because yeah. logically, yes, you can do this and do that, but you throw the bundle of emotions in there. You've got the trauma. You've got the I'm not good enough. What the F happened? Like why? Why Blame, Blaming, yeah. all that sort of stuff. I'm not good enough. Your self-doubt, you know, you, you're wallowing in all these emotions and it's just like on top of that, hang on, we've got to pull ourselves up, dust ourselves off and keep going. Yeah, I can do that every day when I'm not full of all these emotions and then the tiredness and the, the stress and the, the worry. And then the lawyers come in and add another layer onto it. And then you've got kids yeah. that are going, trying to adapt and you're trying to look after Understand them. Understand they were all under four, weren't they? Did you say? Oh, no. Well, they at this stage there were five and nine. So, you yeah. know, all right. yeah. those four years. So very close, but still, you've still got to get up. You've got to make their lunches. You can't take the time yeah. off. You know, there's no yeah. such word as can't do this today because yeah, I want to stay in bed. No, you've got kids. Get you up. You don't have an option. You just have to keep going. Plus, add these other layers on, and it's challenging. As anybody that's gone through massive change knows, it's just you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable because it's your norm. Every day, I'd wake up and go, "Boom, what's going to hit me today?" And that's where you have to start getting into your head and turning yeah. down that inner critic building up the inner coach and saying, I've got ways of it approaching today in a positive or a negative or today. And every day it was just like, I'm living in the moment. Let's see what comes at me today. I, I had my guard up, like, you know, <laughs> pushing everything away and on survival mode, very much so for such yeah. a long time. <laughs> well, you are, aren't you? Because there's so many things that are threatening your survival. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> And particularly yourself, your head talk, right? That's not easy. No, it's the worst enemy, right? Yeah, absolutely. Get out of the way of yourself. <laughs> but you've got to go through the whole grieving process and, you know. Yeah, that's right. Nine stages of grief on top of everything else. Yeah. And opinions and this and that and, and friendships or ex-friends and yeah. managing all that. So if you were to have three, like in hindsight, yeah. um, three tips for somebody who is perhaps watching and just found themselves in that situation where they're, you know, it's so fresh. And what would be three tips or bits of advice that you could give them to sort of help them leverage themselves right there in that 
particular point? Absolutely. First one always is just to stop and breathe, right? Yep. Just absolutely, because with all the manicness going around, you're just going to track that in until you stop and pause and just breathe because you can't even think straight. You yep. just have to be. Connecting with your breath energetically, it just can calm you down so that you can think in a more peaceful way. Yeah. Um, let everything go. It's not important. It doesn't matter if you haven't got the kids with perfectly fixed up clothes or your car's looking neat. That matter, doesn't matter. Yeah. Let go of the stuff that's not important because there's so much as you start to realise, particularly going through, I had a marriage that was you know, quite financial to one that's not, right? It's just me. So I've let go of a lot of stuff. But first up, just let stuff go of the stuff that's not worth worrying about, you know. Yeah. Where does it sit on the catastrophe scale? And the third thing is, I don't know, let go, just be, breathe. And, you know, just be grateful. Gratitude. Gratitude and positivity, they go hand in hand. Yeah. And just be really positive about whatever situation there's always positive to be found out of it but you know at the same time you've got to ride that wave of emotions and give them some airplay people can't just tell you to be happy when you're really feeling sad so okay i'm having a sad day but tomorrow let's pick ourselves up and just just breathe through it the more you can be grounded centered and breathe and um yeah positive and ingratitude really helps you and also helps you let go as well yeah, and it's totally right because the breathing is absolutely the, the first thing because, mm. as you say, to let go of things, to understand that you have to reprioritize everything that was important to you and that is sometimes all the little things that we do in our home, like you say, for the kids and whatever, and understanding that we have to reprioritize yeah. But to be able to reprioritize, we have to engage back with ourselves and get out of that fight and flight uh, predicament and the feelings that we're in. And to do that, you have to breathe to be able to go, okay, so what really is important and what really is my focus like what what um what are the top there's four thousand things I have to do today which are the yeah. actual ones that have to be done for us to keep moving forward absolutely and when you were saying prioritize right it's just like when we actually stop and start to have a look are we doing it for ourselves are we doing it for other people and why yeah. are we doing it for other people are we trying to meet the joneses around us are yeah. we trying to like fit in and why are we trying to fit in you know there's there's so many layers here when you start to really unravel yourself and your situation and and, and where you're spending your time and energy because that's the one thing we can control yep yeah. and i imagine it it comes down to uh, asking for help as well, because I know for myself in those types of times, whether it's a, a breakup of a relationship or a work or something, we tend to hide it because of everyone has a, a feeling of humiliation. Oh, it's happened to me. I don't want anyone to know. So we don't put our hand up like we would do if we were drowning in the ocean. <laughs> so you got to put your hand up to let them know I need you to come and rescue me. And whilst we may not need rescuing, we do need support from yeah. everybody. And so we have to put our hand up. And I think that's something that universally women don't do very well. Yeah. Maybe men don't do it either. I'm not sure. But is to actually say, shit, <laughs> things have got really shit for yeah. me. Yeah. I need some help. 
Yeah, and asking for help is a strength. You know, being uh, vulnerability is a strength. Being able to be vulnerable enough to say, you know what, I'm actually not coping or you know what, I actually need some help. That is a massive strength and it takes some balls to do it, right? You've got to pull up your big girl undies sometimes and just say, you know what, I'm not superwoman here because I know with all the people that I work with, particularly women, they're all strong, capable chicks. And yes, they can multitask, but at the end of the day, a lot of them get, you know, burdened, resentful, overwhelmed from it all, just keep going until burnout. And, you know, life's too short. I'm all about just, you know, peeling back and really making a choice that suits you and uh, putting the oxygen mask on yourself first, right? Because being vulnerable. Exactly. Like burnout is such an unnecessary state for Mm. us to ever be in. And yet so many of us end up there, but it's completely unnecessary. And I always remember a quote from Brian Tracy, which he was talking about business, but it's applicable uh, to everything in life and how we live our life, which is the, the biggest waste of time is spending time on things that don't need to be done. Yeah. You know, yep. And there's the reason we get to burnout is because we're doing too many things that don't need to be done. Like you say, doing just because we have a perception of being superwoman, being the super mum and, you know, work and career and whatever, even if it's just solely focused on career, which was me, just yep. work, 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 work. I want to be the best, you know, but so Absolutely. spending my time on shit that didn't matter. Exactly. And it's interesting that you mentioned that because in my journal that I put together, and this was like, I don't know, three years ago, at the time, and I've put in the front here, who the World Health Organization had actually recognized burnout as an actual syndrome in the workplace. Yep. Like that was, well, what's that, three years ago. So they weren't recognizing it at home, but burnout as an occupational syndrome, you know, it it's yep. actually exists. And it's... Absolutely, putting too much pressure on ourselves, doing too much. There's a really good book I read when I was uh, post-burnout or kind of in there uh, by Frederick. Oh, he had a funny German name. I'll come up with it. But the book's just called Burnout. It's pretty title and it was one a it was quite um a real revelation to read it because yeah people were going burnout what's that didn't really know and you know it's like well I don't know what it is but I'm feeling pretty rooted at the moment and it's been that way for a long time and I'm not really in control of my emotional state so yeah and it was such a great book just simply for the validation of this is what's happening and there's all kinds of burnout as well you know there's just emotional burnout but some people have full-on physical mental just meltdown got no joy left this is like become depressed it's like absolutely yeah Yeah. body symptoms where they you know like chronic fatigue type situations and yeah some real bad situations for people yeah totally and they often come or uh, you might hit tipping point, as they say, when you have another crisis in your life, such as a marriage breakdown or whatever. It's just that one extra straw on the camel's back. Yeah, because you're already running at top level. Absolutely. You're almost running on empty and then it's one more thing, boom, and that's just it. (laughs) 
you, you lose your stuff and we hit an FTS level, which I won't explain what that is, but something this shit. <laughs> it's like I can't take it anymore, right? Yeah, <laughs> which is what you and I really both um, advocate is why health is so important the whole yeah. way along so yeah. you can maintain all these spinning plates but at a healthier level so that should another um, thing come in because life's like that, there's always yeah. going to be something unexpected come and we have to be able to manage our emotional state through all of that and make to be able to maintain our health and um happiness habits yeah absolutely absolutely just one thing we both bang on about is preventing illness down the track whatever you can do today it's just simple little things for example my dad had a complete knee replacement yesterday and he's mid-80s and he said it's because I've been constantly, you know, maintaining a healthy lifestyle, being as active as I can, eating well, looking after myself, you know, limiting any sort of um, unhealthy behaviours, just to sometimes food. And he said that doctors are blown away at the difference that it's made. Yep. And I said, well, and another friend who's similar age has just gone, it's really catching up for us because there's another friend, similar vintage, who's very unwell and it's it catches up, right? Yeah. It catches well, up. it's accumulative, right? Yeah, Eventually it goes from, and there's this tipping point where we think we're doing quite well because we're, oh, we're getting away with it. We're having a we're exactly. living a lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't have any health problems, so I think I'm doing fine. But then there is a tipping point. And that's where you go that a lot of people find themselves. And even if it's just through the burnout situation where you go, this is not good. This is not good. And it's a long road back. Absolutely. And this was the part of my journey through natural therapies and into awakening myself was that back in the 20s, I had this medical condition and I was almost full-blown cancer. And then, you know, I had to stop and have a look at myself and just like my lifestyle and I was in banking and it was all really boozy and it was fun and we worked hard we played hard it's like boom 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 and it was great but it was unhealthy and you can I I remember chatting to you about it catches up with you at some stage and in the mid-20s it starts to catch up with you so you can imagine by your 40s 50s 60s 70s 80s OMG when you're lucky to get up to there (laughs) exactly exactly right so yeah (laughs) Well, thank you for sharing all of that because that's a real personal journey and I know that you're quite okay with sharing that because you've talked yeah. about it before. But it is really good that you talk about it with such candidness because that's the shit that's happening in people's lives every yep. single day. Yep, and, absolutely. Yeah, and we need to know how to overcome the emotional states because it is our emotional state that we have to manage over and above everything else because if we don't manage our emotional states, we can't possibly manage all the other external tasks and things that we have to do. Yeah, and and it's managing it, as you say, because they're always going to be there. We're going to have, we're going to be, got that head talk. We're going to be feeling stuff. Like, yeah. because we're, we're social beings, we feel everything, right? And, and it's about managing that and not beating yourself up because, yes, we have good days, bad days, and it's riding that that uh, magic carpet of emotions. Yeah. <laughs> and hormonal chicks, oh, my God, add that to the mix. You know, menopause <laughs> was a friend of mine and COVID was no friend, but, you know, we got through it. <laughs> emotions, they are really are like ocean waves, right? Because yeah. 
And, and the thing that we don't understand really is, you know, we feel it coming, right? And we go, oh, no, let on that. Yeah, push yeah. it down, push it down. But if we actually let it go, yeah. whatever it brings up, because you can feel it. I, I, it comes up here and you're like, no, yeah. but if you let it out, and sometimes that's a, a really yeah. horrible facial expression that comes with it and, you know, some weird sounds or whatever. Yeah. But if you let it up, let it out, it starts to subside again. You know, it doesn't last forever. That's the thing. So absolutely. You're giving some airplay to it. So when we bring things up and out, you're giving some more conscious awareness to it. So it's like writing them down is really powerful. Talking is really powerful. And just ugh, just making noises is really powerful yeah. because you're bringing it up and out. You're bringing it out of the subconscious into your conscious awareness and going, Oh, yeah, I am feeling shit. <laughs> I am feeling whatever. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> just let that energy up and out, you know. You've just got to let it go. Because mm. that's what I'm all about is shifting and lifting your energy. So thanks for sharing all of that, Sal. And I would like to know what is the biggest risk that you've ever taken and why? You know, we all take risks in life. Some of them are really good ones, really cool, bungee jumping or jumping out <laughs> of planes. And sometimes they're risks that we take for other reasons than just fun and excitement so is there something that comes to mind for you and I have done bungee jumping and that was you know putting myself out there but honestly it comes back to my marriage walking away from my marriage because I was the one that chose to walk away and that was the biggest risk and I can't tell you how many people came at me what the hell are you doing just stay in it suck it up but you know what I have to follow the energy and I've been doing that for a long time and, and before my marriage went down the toilet it was I had to be true to myself and align with my gut and be driven by that and so even though a lot of the decisions I've made have not made logical sense people are going to be what the hell sound like what are you doing and I said I can't help it I just have to follow how I feel and it has never taken me down the wrong path and you know I first Got into that. Um, it was Oprah's last show on TV. That's a long time ago. And I, I was still married and I was bringing the washing basket downstairs. And I went to turn the telly off. And you know how Oprah used to have all these giveaways and stuff on the TV? So this was the last time. It was just her. Her on stage, no giveaways, no special guests, no nothing. And it was the final five minutes of her show ever. And she said, if there's one thing that I can impart to my viewers that's really helped me in life is to listen to that niggle inside, that little voice inside your head, that gut sort of voice that's talking to you, telling you doing something. Like if you're driving down the, the road and it says turn left, it doesn't make sense and you just do it. And if you keep going, you're going, you're going to come across an accident. And I thought... I get that voice all the time. I've been telling it to shut up because it's been driving <laughs> me insane. It's what are been, you doing? Stop talking. Exactly. And for such a long time, I've been tapping that one under the carpet because it didn't make sense. And so ever since then, that's what I've done. But that was the biggest risk for me was to walk away from stability, financial security, keeping the kids together. That was not an easy decision to make. And so for me, it was one of the riskiest ones was upsetting my home life. Yeah. But, you know, in the end, it was for the better. So, yeah, <laughs> follow the gut. Follow your energy. It, it always leads you in the right way. So that actually really covers what is my next question, which is the what's the hardest thing you've ever voluntarily put yourself through? Would that come under that or is there something? Oh, absolutely. Terribly, yeah, big time. Yeah. Um, other than that, you know, I always love to give myself challenges, yeah. some 
some severe hikes I've done, trekking through Nepal, you know, through Asia, like hard stuff. And you get there in the end and go, oh, my God. You know, I used to be a kickboxer and, and go sparring and stuff and go, you know, you revved up and you get in there and then you go, oh, shit. <laughs> it's like what am I doing and I know and you're wounded and whatever but it's like I have put lots of challenges on myself but uh that was probably the biggest one yeah actually <laughs> I read a book about a guy he's just a nutter really for hurting himself you know he's been a navy seal he had to go through the whole training for navy seal like three or four times or something yeah um you know and then does all these ultra marathons without any training and all sorts of stuff and you know that seemed to be the common theme for him was you know he's in the midst of doing something just dramatically hard (laughs) and going why am I doing this exactly you know like that voice but oh, absolutely. And look, as I've aged, I've decided not to do it. Even just theme parks with the kids, I'm just not into it. I was yeah. never into it before, but I do it just to, you know, prove that I could do it. Yeah. There's such word as can't in my vocabulary, but I don't need to prove anything to anyone or myself anymore. Yeah. That's one of the things that have yeah. evolved. <laughs> I came to the conclusion I don't need to hurt myself. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I, I can achieve like- many things and they don't have to actually hurt me. <laughs> Well, as a kickboxer, you know, and it's the, it used to be war wounds with pride walking around with the bruises down your legs and up your arms. It's like, oh, yeah, look, I'm tough. But I'll let that stuff go. Mid-50s, <laughs> I've grown up. <laughs> Actually, the lady I spoke to in the podcast before, this one, uh, Lindsay Legg, she was a champion Muay Thai kickboxer oh, as well and, yeah, yes. white-collar boxing and, yeah, just mad, mad, mad. <laughs> Exactly. That that was the best bruises I've ever had was my tie from in Thailand. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> yeah. So that's really great that you've shared all of that with me um, and us, really. So what does fun and relaxation look like for you, Sal? Oh, relaxation is being out in nature. So, you know, you can see the picture behind. Yeah. I've re- recently relocated down to the peninsula, to the beach, being out in nature, getting my feet in the sand, just connecting, being at peace, walking. Um, yeah, it's just being out in nature for me is it. Doesn't matter where I am. Outside time. We love it. Grounding, grounding. Yeah. yeah. And is that what you do for fun as well? Uh, fun is just laughing, like anything that makes me laugh, hanging with people. You know, letting stuff go is like just brings me fun. Being in the moment, hanging with friends. It's 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 the memories. It's the moment. Yeah. To me, that's really fun. Yeah. Big belly laughs are hilarious where you just literally wet your pants, you know. <laughs> so many kids can't hang that's on anymore. That's not just incontinence then as, as a woman. <laughs> uh, it's just when you are so immersed and you just yeah. can't stop, it's the best. It's 100%. Yeah. Everything's hurting your face. You Everything hurts. hurts. Yeah, you, you get an ab ache, right? I get an ab ache from laughing too much. Yeah, I yeah. love it. <laughs> And it's so true, right? It's been quite a while since I've had such a good laugh, to be honest. Um, but it's so refreshing. Like there is nothing that makes you feel as good as a solid laugh. Yeah. You know, where you shoot milk out your nose, your eyes running, <laughs> nodding, you know, you just have <laughs> got no control. There's just everything's out. All your bodily fluids are running. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Totally. Yeah. So when you think about 
your uh, earlier career choices? Because you did say that you were in banking and um, what was it for banking and finance? Yeah, yeah, marketing, brokering, or brokering yeah. sort of stuff. So yeah. as you kind of think about your earlier career choices and then what you evolved to, mm-hmm. what led you out of banking? You did talk about there was the health and you were starting to look at, you know, you had a health scare and um, and that changed your maybe perception and sort of led you off somewhere else. But was there something else that led you from banking and finance through to where you are now? Yeah, it's about feeling it, right? I wasn't feeling it. Yeah. Uh, banking, don't get me wrong, it paid really well, but it, throughout the whole time I thought, do you know what? I'm not aspiring to run a bank. I, don't, I At the time it was big blokes with buttons that didn't do up. They had sweaty underarms. They were sexist, misogynist and all that sort of stuff. And I thought, you know what? I don't aspire to be that. And the fact that I want to live my life in this field. <laughs> no, it was back in the 80s and early 90s and I thought, you know what, that's not how I'm choosing to live my life. I just, I was copying it and you played the game back then. Just, yep. it's, you just knew how to, you know, survive, I suppose. And I thought this isn't for me. With all the sexist comments and stuff like oh that. Oh, my God. I'll never forget one time I was, because Dad was invoking and we were out at a pub somewhere. And, you know, guys were all around me and whatever. And I saw Dad in the corner just sitting there bawling because he knew what blokes were like, you know, yep. back then anyway. <laughs> you know, could get away with a lot more. And, you know, you know, I chose to be there because the money was good and I was tough enough to to deal with it but I thought that's not aligning with who I am and so I just as I said I just follow my gut and so I just follow the energy with what feels right for me and so that's led me into doing all this healing coaching wellness stuff now because that aligns with the true me and it's not about the money that's the whole thing you don't even worry about the money and the financial stuff like yes you do but it's not what (laughs) drives you it's just it's what money can provide and it's the lifestyle and all that sort of stuff it's not about accumulating the wealth in the bank it's about accumulating enough to have a lifestyle that keeps you you know yeah happy (laughs) well and it's accumulating because I remember in my last like proper job back in about 10 or 11 years ago whenever it was and you know for the longest time wanting to depart from that um, because I'd sit there all day and I'd be doing things on spreadsheets and you know spending getting all involved in problems that would come home with me and it was like why am I dedicating my life to this to somebody else's business and yep. then and you know and I, was, I remember so many times putting information into the spreadsheet for um you know tracking quality of products and all that sort of stuff and it was like seriously what is what is the benefit of this to me yeah. or to to anyone really you know like it's such a yeah like you say you have to follow your own dreams and passions and just find something that you are happy to do all day, every day. Absolutely. It's interesting that you said your last proper job. <laughs> so, you know, because there there are no rules or regulations about anything anymore. And I think COVID taught us a lot. You know, I've been down in Melbourne and that I did a lot of soul searching and and, and so have a lot of other people, particularly down here. But, yeah. you know, what is a proper job anymore? It's just something that you align with in my headspace. Yeah. 
that where for me, I think it's important to be able to help other people and help other people overcome themselves as well with whatever tools and techniques we can do to help them. Because as you said, it's all about overcoming obstacles and the obstacle is ourself at the end of the day. (laughs) Always right here. Yeah, yeah. Right here. It's just one place. (laughs) Batters as batters as batters as every day. And it's you coming up with a bat, right? (laughs) Yeah. You're batting yourself. Well, you're just working with yourself, right? That's the yeah. whole thing is to be able to manoeuvre yourself through your own self, through yeah. that quagmire of what has been imprinted in there to, okay, well, that's there and I'm not sure all the bits there, but that's yeah. where I want to go and be buggered. I'm going to get there. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why my mantra this year is all about letting go, step up and be more of yourself on a deeper, more authentic level. Because yep. then you're more in flow, you're more in alignment, you're on your golden thread, right? It's just it's the path that you're supposed to be on, living your purpose. Well, it's true, right, because you don't, uh, when you're not on it, that's that inner tension because there's this part of you that's got to front up to whatever position it is that you, or, or work that you're doing or at a company. And if it's not in alignment, there is a... Uh, it doesn't feel right. Yeah, and there's it, a it tension and a grinding of the tectonic yeah. plates, you know, as it's all trying yeah. to settle in there. And, yeah, you don't need that. That's the stress. Yeah, totally, because when you're in alignment, it flows and it's easier. When yeah. you're out of alignment, it's a struggle. It doesn't feel right. You're at, you know, at edge with yourself and just you know when it's right. You just know. You're just yeah. like, yeah, it's like that slumping yeah. into your seat we go like I feel home it feels right yeah there's yeah. a spring in your step when you walk in I always say it's like um you know if all the cells in my body were solar panels and when I'm happy they're all turned up <laughs> right and I'm just collecting sunshine and and you know sparkling it back kind of thing but if yeah. I'm not in my happy space if I'm you know like back then turning up to work I didn't like or any time in life I can tell when it's all crap because I know all my solar panels are turned down and I'm not catching any of the good stuff I love that analogy that's awesome very very powerful thank you <laughs> Um, so Sal, if somebody would, um, if people want to work with you, how can they find you if they want to know more about your business and how you can help them? Oh, yeah, fantastic. So I do have my website, which is holisticallyfit.com.au. Um, I've got my YouTube um, podcast as well, which is Sally Estlin under Holistically Fit. I think LinkedIn as well under my name, um, Facebook. Instagram, which is holistically fit life. So yeah, I'm open up for having a conversation, whatever, just because I'm just so passionate about helping people just through simple small steps, right? If if we have a conversation for 10 minutes, there's one bit of wisdom you can take around away and that you can apply. It might be an affirmation, it just might be something really simple. But you know, it's all about just starting with one action step because you're getting the intention there, you're getting the momentum behind the energy so it starts to flow and change can start. It doesn't have to be so overwhelming. And it's, you know, if you know someone's out there that has got your back, it it makes it a huge step forward. Yep. And it'll be just like that moment you saw Oprah. It's a moment that changes (laughs) one conversation, one word, one comment. And, oh, okay, that's it. 
Absolutely. It's like when I met you, it's just like, oh my God. I think you said about five words and I just thought, she's I'm aligning with this chick big time. Like you just, you know, you, it's just the energy, right? You yep. follow the energy and your energy is awesome. <laughs> I can't thank thank you enough for having me on your show today, Kate. Well, thank you. Uh, you know, it's been such a pleasure to have you on, Sal, and I look forward to having you on again another day and sharing more, more of your stories and more of your philosophies on life because that's what's really helping people and that's why we do what we do, isn't it? The podcasting and the sharing is just help more people through the people they need to connect with. A hundred percent because everyone's got stuff going on in their lives. Everyone's got a story. Everyone's been on a journey so far and it's, you know, we're still on that journey. But, you know, if we can impart what we've learned and grown and, and the wisdom that we've acquired over that time and can help anybody, it's, it's, it's all about collaborating and, and building this community of like-minded people, supporting each other. Yeah. Build that village. <laughs> Absolutely. hundred <laughs> percent. Well, thanks again for joining us today, Sally. And um, thank you, everyone, who's viewing us today. It's always really hard to say goodbye. So please make sure that you subscribe to the channel so that you can stay updated with our, all our guests that come on. Please leave us a comment below if you found something valuable in the conversation today in something that has been shared that's helping you to overcome an obstacle that you're currently facing. And in the meantime, just enjoy your health and happiness and love what you create. And we'll say goodbye for now. So bye, everybody. Thanks, Katie. Bye. Bye. <laughs>